Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. But you are watching something absolutely extraordinary. The realignment of the world order that's existed since World War II in one single disaster of a year. With foreign policy so bad, it sends our allies into the arms of our enemies. Okay, a week ago, Wall Street Journal and New York Post reported that when Joe Biden called Saudi Arabia and the UAE to beg for them to increase oil production, which will bring down prices. He couldn't get anyone to take his phone calls. The Biden administration denied it, but the Wall Street Journal and the New York Post stood by their stories. Well, a week's passed since then, and he still hasn't managed to secure a phone call with the UAE or the Saudis. When this hit, folks, this is a headline for the ages. It shows you exactly what direction the world is going in with this Ukraine invasion, and it's not a good one for the U.S. You ready for this? Saudi Arabia invites China's Xi to visit kingdom amid strained U.S. relations. Now, here's the kicker. Trip could happen as soon as May as alliances shift in the Middle East and Washington's regional partners, listen to this, seek out new security and economic ties. It was too much, even for hardcore liberal late-night comedian Trevor Noah. There is no denying that Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet or maybe he'd just like ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as president wildcard, you know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'll be racing to pick up the phone. Oh, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here. We're here. Hello. Too late, Ahmed. You made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC just in case. Oh, I miss those days. This again, folks, is Trevor Noah, who mocked Trump relentlessly. It gets worse. In yesterday's podcast, I explained how Biden actually used 
Russian oil sanctions, not to punish, punish Russia, but to punish Americans as an excuse to jack the prices up at the pump and how Russia and China came out of the whole deal just fine. The only people suffering are Americans. Well, it happened again. The first clue that we've lost India as an ally was the fact that we asked them to vote with us to condemn Russia at the U.N., and they didn't. Then Joe Biden started talking smack about sanctions for India. Total disaster. Where are we today? India had to choose. They chose Russia. In a deal that has potentially catastrophic implications for the U.S. economy and the dollar. Here's why. Headline. India turns to Russia. Let me read you the article. A little over a year ago, India was a staunch ally with America and President Donald Trump. But now, thanks to Joe Biden, India is drifting away from America in a major blow to U.S. foreign policy. Yeah, economic policy, too, because guess what? India announced it plans to buy Russian crude, you know, the crude we didn't want, at discounted prices. But here's the bad news, the part most Americans don't understand. What currency will they use for this deal? Oh, rupees and rubles, not American dollars, as it was sold for before. See, this is when you make the jackass decision to kick Russia out of SWIFT. That's a system based on the dollar. Transactions occur pretty much in the dollar. That keeps demand high for the dollar. If demand for the dollar falls because countries hate us and they're doing transactions in their own currencies or other countries' currencies, like the ruble, guess what? Dollar takes it on the chin. There's less demand for dollars. An absolute crisis occurs. The Wall Street Journal warned about this last week. The absolute peril of kicking Russia. We've never done this to a country, not even Nazi Germany. The absolute peril of kicking Russia out of the system because it's partners with China. They can just form their own system that's not based on dollars. And guess what? The whole world could follow. And if it's not based on dollars, you'll see the dollar deflate like a balloon. I mean, worse than it already is because of congressional spending. This is truly a crisis. Now, just India buying some Russian oil at a discount isn't going to cause the crash of the dollar. But it's the direction this is headed that could be potentially disastrous. And we hear more and more about these deals every day. So now you've got China and India stepping up to buy Russian oil. Europe's still buying some of it, too. They drop kick Joe on that as well. They're going to want to pay in euros. They're all getting it at discounted prices, while us idiots pay the full market price and then some at the pump because now we're not buying Russian oil. Let me translate. You just paid more at the pump so that China could pay less. This is not an accident. Joe Biden is using Russia as cover to jack prices as high as they can go. And with any luck, destroy the dollar. This is the level of unmitigated sheer idiocy that passes for Democrat policy. And folks, people who transact in our dollars or God forbid, keep their nation's reserves in our dollars are reading this junk and they're not laughing. Headline, Pelosi claims government spending is reducing the national debt and not causing inflation. She even went a step further, explaining that the more we spend, the more we reduce government debt. 
Here's what she said, quote, so when we're having this discussion, it's important to dispel some of those who say, well, it's the government spending that causes inflation. No, it isn't, she said. The government spending is doing the exact reverse, reducing the national debt. It's not inflationary. Okay, what is she doing? She is telling world investors not to walk, but to run from the dollar. Dump that junk. America is in the grip of a doomsday cult, and they intend to take the dollar down. The Democrats actually have come to believe in something they claim called modern monetary theory. Here's what it says, that times have changed, and we can now, if you possess the reserve currency, which we do, you can print an infinite and endless amount of money forever, and it won't impact your dollar, even if you can see it impacting your dollar right in front of your face at the grocery store. You just ignore that and keep printing, and it'll be fine. They literally believe this. It's the philosophy Nancy Pelosi was just describing there. So not only do they not have any plan at all to fight inflation, they think they can fight it by spending. Or their plan is to claim they do, so the world's investors will think they're so insane, they'll flee from the dollar. See, the biggest news last week hardly got any attention. It's this from Breitbart. Headline, and a lot of other people reported it too. Headline, Joe Biden orders study for government-controlled digital dollar. Oh, yeah. And who would control this digital dollar? Well, ultimately, the central banks. And get this. Get what this would do. This has been widely reported in the UK, including by The Telegraph. The digital dollar is pre-programmable. In other words, governments and your employer can program what you can spend it on and what you can't spend it on. It's like an electronic leash. It would give them total control. Here's from The Telegraph describing how this works. And this is where they want to go. This is a big part of why they want to destroy the dollar. Because they can't just get people to adopt this madness. They're going to have to destroy all other options. Here's The Telegraph describing this dollar. Quote, you could introduce programmability. What happens if one of the participants in a transaction puts a restriction on future use of money, said Tom Mutton, director at the Bank of England. There could be some socially beneficial outcomes from that, preventing activity which is seen as socially harmful in some way, he said. But at the same time, it could be a restriction on people's freedoms. Oh, it's exactly what they want. It's world government, world-controlled currency, nowhere to hide, no border to cross that you could get away from them. And... It just conveniently gets them off the hook for their debt, too, if the dollar collapses and destroys America. So not only do the Democrats have no plan to control inflation, even as Mohammed Alarian, the world's foremost prognosticator, told Face the Nation the other day, we're going to double-digit inflation. They don't care. No, it's worse than that. Their only plan is to direct and deflect the blame for it. Which culminated at the White House the other day in, honestly, it was a bizarre spectacle of having TikTok influencers age 18 to 24 who collectively had an audience of more than 1 billion to the White House and then sending them off to tell the world that Putin causes inflation. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Not Democrats. Never mind that... Poor Stephen Ratner, a former Treasury Department official and Obama economic advisor, called the spending by the Democrats, it only had Democrat votes, in the American Rescue Plan, the original sin that caused inflation. By the way, the American Rescue Plan was the first true modern monetary theory bill. 100% of the $2 trillion that funded it weren't real. They were printed. This is why inflation began to take off as soon as Joe Biden was elected, because they passed it almost immediately within four weeks of him taking office. And the inflation, of course, began to spin out of control. So poor Steve Ratner, the former Obama official, quote, according to Fox, has called the spending in the American Rescue Plan the original sin that caused inflation. They need him to shut up. That's why they had the TikTok influencers to the White House. And then they just, I guarantee you they paid him. We just haven't found the receipt yet. No, you paid him. It was tax money, I'm sure. And then they sent them off to parrot the message. Here's what that sounded like on TikTok yesterday. Why is gas so expensive and why is the United States inflation rate at a four-time decade high? I had the opportunity to ask the White House why gas down the street is $7 and here's what they said. The obvious reason we're getting out of a two-year pandemic, when use goes up, price goes up. But the call is predominantly about Ukraine and Russia, so how does that relate? Russia is one of the top three producers of oil, and it is actually their number one revenue source. Now, with Putin starting this horrific fight between Ukraine and Russia, nobody wants to work with him and do international trade. So, Brian, how is our White House any better than Russia in spewing out this kind of propaganda? I mean, using basically useful idiots, essentially, to just spew out. Bingo. All this has our elites absolutely desperate to keep the conflict in Ukraine going. This is why, on a loop on Fox News, you'll see Lindsey Graham talking about how we have to enter the war if there's a chemical attack. Uh, No, we don't. You have the FBI um, literally telling you there's going to be a cyber attack by Russians as if it is fact. Keep in mind, remember Russian cyber attack. What is that? That is an iteration of Russian collusion. It's the same playbook. Russians hacked the election. Oh, what votes did they change? Well, none. Well, then they didn't hack the election. Well, they did, but they didn't. But they did, but they didn't. 
Yeah, that's the FBI playbook. And then you've got the third playbook, the Ver- the Victoria Newland playbook, where they're saying that Russians will leak some kind of bio weapon out of one of our labs that are also not our labs in Ukraine. Folks, they know double-digit inflation caused by them is coming. They desperately need this war with Ukraine to cover it up, and they'll do just about anything to get into it. Remember yesterday from yesterday's podcast when the for, the world's foremost financial prognosticator said, yeah, we'll be in double-digit inflation by summer. That was Mohammed Al-Aryan of Alliance, by the way, on Face the Nation. So they got to do something. Do not put a false flag past these people. And they're becoming more desperate by the day with their doomsday scenarios, including World War III which the leader of the U.N. just floated. What a joke. Why? Because here's the truth. One of the big ways you're being played by Fox News, but also by the rest of the legacy media, is this idea that Ukrainians are winning, that they're giving the Russian army a run for its money, that they have hope. They want you to think, well, maybe we should get into this thing. Maybe we got a chance. We don't. It's over. Said who? said Steve Harrigan, Fox News correspondent, who was actually on the ground in Ukraine. And you could see the shock. He was sitting there with Bill Hemmer and another news correspondent. They're all hepped up on the propaganda that um, the spitfire Ukraine, you know, people in insurgencies defeating Putin. The lie they've been telling so that uh, you'll agree to extend this thing at considerable cost to you. And he dropped this bomb yesterday. I think for me, Ukraine is a done deal it's flattened and they lost but the next story i think is russia the russian people are going to rise up and throw this guy out let me translate putin already won that sucks for the ukrainian people i feel bad for them but there's nothing we could do about it by provoking a war with russia right now but that's exactly what Zelensky is cruising around the world doing with i'm sure the continued backing of george soros who helped put him in office he just talked to the Canadian Parliament. I was just watching him on Fox News as I'm recording this. Saying, that's no big deal. Just, um, just secure the skies. You mean a no-fly zone? Uh, that could precipitate World War III. An idiot's errand, given that Putin has already won on the ground. I mean, again, that was Steve Harrigan. He covered this on the ground. And he's telling this again to Bill Hammer on Fox News. He's like, what? Really? Yeah, because they're parroting the government's line that the Ukraine people can win. They can't. And I hate that. But you know what? The time to deal with that was when Biden was greenlighting the invasion of Ukraine in December with a checkered flag, removing the sanctions on the Nord II so Putin would get the checkered flag to go in and declaring that Ukraine should have NATO status. The one thing Putin told us in 2008 would get him to invade. They wanted this. They needed this so bad. And now they're in trouble because Putin has basically taken the country in about 20 days. And I mean, they got they got to extend this thing. I mean, they got to keep this thing going until I mean, midterms. So Zelensky is being dragged around the world to call for a no-fly zone, i.e. World War III. Because, folks, the kind of collapse necessary to go to this new central bank digital system. People will never voluntarily adopt a monetary system with controls on the digital dollars, on what they can and can't spend, who they can and can't donate to, what causes they can and can't support, unless 
the old system collapses first. And that system is going to collapse regardless. One way, and it's going to be a really rough ride. We can make it better by drilling for our natural resources, but it's going to be a rough ride. So they need cover. They need it now. And Zelensky is the man of the hour because he is their best hope. Never mind that his government was disappearing journalists less than a year ago, and he was trying to jail his opposition. Never mind that the vaunted Ukrainian government you've been told so many wonderful things about, including that it's democratic, what an absolute joke, is guilty of multiple human rights abuses, atrocities, including torture. Oh, wait, you didn't know that. Yeah, Ukraine is really two countries. One side is heavily under neo-Nazi influence. It has two neo-Nazi parties. One of them has controlled parliament for a lot of the last 10 years. You heard that right. That's the Western portion. Then there's the Eastern portion. They're pro-Russian. They're ethnically Russian. They speak Russian, even though the Ukraine government, which has brutally repressed them, including with tanks and snipers and troops throughout the Donbass region, that part of the country wants nothing to do with the brutal, repressive Ukraine government. That's why politicians, party members, talking heads, activists disappear all the time in Ukraine and they don't come back. This current round of fighting was precipitated by us. In 2014, the CIA and the State Department instrumented a coup called Maidan. They sent in uh, the neo-Nazi groups, very Antifa-style groups, to overthrow the Russian-backed president, who himself had been installed by Russia and what was likely a doctored election. The thing is about Ukraine, they're not a democracy. They've not even in their 30-ish year history had really a real election. They're basically back-to-back coups. Well, this coup, backed by us and the CIA, was particularly violent, and they tried to assassinate the Russian-backed leader. Wait, that's the people currently running Ukraine? Uh-huh. So he had to flee the country for Russia, and they immediately turned around and the government began attacking, the Ukraine government that we're told is so democratic, began attacking and killing uh, Russian-speaking, ethnically Russian citizens on the borderlands with Russia. Russia retaliated by being twice as bloody and killing the Ukraine troops that went in. Folks, this killing back and forth is so extreme and so destructive that over 5,000 people on both sides, including civilians and children, were killed and disappeared by the Russian side and, yes, the Ukraine government side. You literally, you literally cannot separate who is the biggest thug. That is who they're presenting to you right now as democracy. Democratic. A great guy. Zelensky. Whatever. You wouldn't want to live in his Ukraine. Folks, this is not worth blowing up the world for. But watch your news right now. Look, there we go. We got uh, Joe Biden saying we'll respond forcefully if Americans die. You've got, so he's trying to get in that way, into the conflict. You've got Lindsey Graham saying, well, if there's a chemical attack, then uh, we'll have to, we'll have to have a no-fly zone, which means we'll get into the war, which is, by the way, over, because Putin has meaningfully captured so much of that country, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, He's going to have it. Um, And then you've got, so you've got Lindsey Graham doing the chemical Weapons route. By the way, that's the Iraq false flag playbook. You've got the FBI uh, with their favorite playbook that they're playing again, the cyber hacking. Remember? 
Russia collusion, which we now know is a total lie, that was a cyber hacking, allegedly by Russia, right? They hacked our election, except they didn't, we found out. They never hacked anything. Um, but that's the FBI's playbook. So they're saying, yeah, there's going to be a cyber hacking. We'd have to respond. Um, and then you got Victoria Newland going, no, no, no. Uh, there's going to be an escape. Uh, Russians are going to use our bio weapons from our bio labs that we both have, but also deny having to attack uh, Ukrainians. And then we'll have to get involved. So they are trying every way they can to escalate this thing. And so you're watching Zelensky, who, again, during his regime, journalist and political activist disappeared. OK, this guy's the hero. And he's no different from uh, the Russian back leaders either. I mean, same thing under them. It was just different people disappearing. So you got Zelensky walking around like he's the hero preserving some kind of democracy when what he's actually ruling is a thugocracy. And you have <laughs> and you, so he's talking to the Canadian Parliament. Now he's going to talk to Congress. They're building this effort. They are going to try to get into this thing so that when we hit the double digit inflation, they have an out. No one will be able to separate out what they did from what Putin allegedly did. So that it'll be Putin's inflation, not American recovery after inflation. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.